Hey friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman. And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman. We're a mama-daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together. <laughs> yeah, mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. 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 Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we gotta let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at She Sounds Like Me on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.co. That's .co, not com. Because somebody already snatched that one. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Bon, dun, dun. Let's talk about voiceover, Sai. Do you meant for this to be playing, recording? Mm-hmm. It's okay, because I'll edit it. You know me. You know me. Always editing. Always editing. Our voices. Uh, Sila, what do we do for a living? We do voiceover. What's voiceover? VO. What's VO? VO. VO is short for voiceover. And where do you hear voiceover? You normally hear it on commercials. Most people hear it every day. So there are voices on games for the characters, TV shows, um, instructions. So like e-learning programs? Yeah, basically like that. And when you hear that, Four zero blah blah your phone number is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Please record your message. When you're finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. That's also Beep. voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> it is voiceover uh, animation. Yes. Right? Some of your favorite shows, movies, tons of awesome movies from great production houses like Disney. Yeah. Pixar. DreamWorks. And when you hear stories sometimes read by people on podcasts. That's voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. What are your favorite kind of voiceover to do? Uh, animation, for sure. I really like animation. Yeah. We're hoping to score some more of that work this coming year. I think you're getting more and more into, like, character development. Yeah. And more character now than commercials. Right. But you've done some big commercials. Like Moe's. If you haven't heard the Moe's commercial, I was on that. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely a fun one. Welcome to Moe's. (laughs) Welcome to (laughs) Moe's. Yeah, we had some fun for sure. Um, So what we do is mostly mostly commercial work and animation, video games. Yeah. Mom does a lot of corporate stuff, e-learning, narration, things like that. Some people do audiobooks, but that's not really our jam. Some people do, like, you know how those, some people have, like, these talking dolls where you press a button. Toys, yeah, toys, yeah. You press a button and they start talking. That's voiceover, too. You've done one of those. Yes. Yeah. Vera the Vet. Yep, that's coming out soon. We'll have to talk about that when we 
have the Get actual it out and yeah I'll be like and be your voice <laughs> yes. it's super cool to see that I think you've um once let's talk about I would love to share with maybe our listeners or who's interested and in, and in how we got started right because right. there's a lot of kids out there that especially now with the pandemic that may have been entertaining um the idea of becoming an actor yeah. right but a voice actor is a different type of acting right is it right. is an acting on- with your voice but you don't have to be like on camera and you're like <laughs> what if i mess up <laughs> Well, you also have to use just your voice to communicate the story, the emotional point, the subject matter, whether you're selling or being a character or informing. Yeah, and you don't always have to be interacting, interact. Like, you don't always have to be on set with a bunch of people surrounding you and then it's like pressure, pressure, pressure. Well, it's pressure in a different way. Yeah. Right? But because voice acting doesn't have the ability to use props or wardrobe or a set, or sometimes, most of the time, we don't have the opportunity to work with a lot of other actors in a collaborative scene and make the story come alive. So it's really just on us to to create it, create it with our voice and be like, this is amazing. And really get the message across yes. in the way that only your voice can do. So while it's like acting in a lot of ways. Right. But like, sorry. <laughs> Continue. Oh, go ahead. So like, um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Interrupt us. Forget us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My great nemesis. <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty enlightening in a way that to, to be able to tell somebody's story using only your voice Trying to become something that they are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, there might be somebody that sounds pretty similar to you. Like, we named our podcast that because we know a lot of people that might think we sound like them or we think they sound like us. So there's a relatability to that. Yeah. And so you have to make it so your voice can do something only your voice can do. So nobody else can, like, beat that or, like, do the same thing, like, be a copycat. Well, it's the most fundamental part of voiceover is embracing the fact that you have a unique voice and a unique sound. And it doesn't necessarily have to be pretty or angelic or really easy on the ears. Voice acting is so not about the quality of your voice as the way you're able to convey a story and connect with the audience yeah only using your voice right and not acting and giving the story with your body right right because you have camera and you're acting whoa but you just have your voice as the instrument yeah so how we got into that right was mom was uh going to school for radio broadcasting and uh, radio broadcasting is uh, obviously a radio host on, right. on traditional radio, as it used to be many, many years ago, when that was all there was. There wasn't all the streaming radio stations. There wasn't streaming internet and on your right. phone and apps and things like that. It was literally the radio station. And I went to school at Columbia College in Chicago for radio broadcasting. During that time, um, there was some stuff that happened that took me away from from radio and it kind of challenged me as a young woman to um, rethink about where I was in the world and what my voice meant to me 
and I went quiet for a long time. I moved out of the city and went to the beautiful Rocky Mountains in Colorado. And in Colorado, through snowboarding and connecting with nature and some really good people out there that are still my closest friends today, uh, I was able to join a local radio station and in a small room by myself every day from 4 to 10 p.m. was on the air just talking to myself and hoping somebody was listening. And it helped me find my voice again and reminded me as people would come up to me and say, oh my gosh, I heard you and I love the music that you're playing and thanks for talking me through my long work night or whatever it was. I really enjoyed listening. Uh, made me realize that my voice mattered again. Yeah. I went to something like similar, but like You did? Really similar. Well, I'd love to hear about it. So when I was really little, my class was big in my pre-K school. Pretty big. Um, And I remember I wasn't really comfortable, like, in the middle. You, we would normally have, like, story time, and you would get to answer questions, and everybody's hand shop, shot up. And I was like, I didn't really want to be the one who was talking because I didn't really feel like um, I would be, like, heard. Like you didn't want to draw any attention to yourself. Right. Sounds it, like. It feels nerve-wracking mm-hmm. for me a lot. And I feel like all of a sudden my world is going to end. Really? Yeah. In pre-K? Because you got nervous talking in front of your peers? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty profound at a young age. But I can really appreciate how you're going there and realizing that that nervousness kind of quieted your voice. Right. And then once I figured out when I moved to the older school and I got into like kindergarten and first grade and like the middles there, I got a smaller and smaller class. They were still big. They weren't as big as the pre-K school, though. And so I got into those classes, and um, I felt like everybody was talking. And when everybody was talking, I felt like I had a chance to talk, too. So it made me, it made me feel more comfortable talking. And then speaking up, even, so you could be heard, right? right? Yeah. And I know that you've always loved to participate. I know that's really important to you. And I think maybe feeling some confidence helped propel you to be included in the conversation and speak up a little bit. Right. Yeah. Did it help at all having any teachers that would encourage that? Yeah. So teachers at preschool were just like, helping everybody randomly, even if they didn't really need help. And now, when I'm in my older grades, I'm feeling like they're helping the kids who need it more than they're really helping the kids who have it down and can get it done and they know what. And which kid are you? They got to do. The kid who knows what they got to do. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, you 
had some pretty amazing accomplishments, especially this last year, despite everything that was going on with COVID. Like, you won the leadership award for your school, which I is know. pretty awesome, and I'm very, very proud of you. I was, like, thinking since I, like, I probably never would get that leadership award. Yeah, yeah. I would think that you would, but you thought you would never? Yeah, I thought there was, like, a tiny chance I'd get it, but it wasn't really, like, the biggest chance that I could get that award. Right, but like you just said, you get it done. I get it done. (laughs) Yeah, you do. I'm so proud of you through that. So let's bring it back to voiceover. When um, I decided that coming home and being home with you full time to help support everything that was going on and be present for you. I remember one time when I was working on corporate, you looked at me and you were like, where are you? You're not home for me. And where you been? And that was two years ago when you you're seven now. So that was when you were five. And I knew right then I needed to make a change. I needed to be present for you. And I had always been doing voiceover. I'd always been kind of doing it on this side for people that knew right. that I was still able to tell stories or go into the studio or what have you, but I never made the full investment to, to be a voice actor yeah. and really get up there. Right, but that takes a really big commitment. A lot of people think that just because they have a nice voice or they can do characters or whatever, then it must be super easy to talk for a living because how hard could it be? But the you reality, just talk. yeah, you just talk. But reality is, is it's so, so hard it's and so, complicated. It's so hard and complicated. In a lot of ways, there's tons of nuances and not just nuances in how you speak and how you deliver other people's messaging. But yeah. there are nuances and very specific um, training that goes into every genre of voice right. acting. So not uh, just commercial yeah. animation, promos and trailers. Mm-hmm. Radio imaging, audiobooks, e-learning, uh, corporate, corporate narration. Um, there's many, many different types of, of voice, voice acting. acting. Yeah, even AI, uh, artificial intelligence, has its own genre of voice acting, like who you, right. like, what Alexa is doing. And some people even do voiceover in their closet because they've made their big investment, and then. They realize this is so hard, but I've already made this big investment. I can't turn back now. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, we knew that, uh, I knew anyway, that it was going to be a substantial investment, not just financially, but with time, energy, and effort. It's really like starting a brick-and-mortar business, which is like a little building. Brick by brick. Right, brick, right. But without brick. the without the bricks, the physical yeah. bricks. Instead, <laughs> in your it's, mind. Yeah, <laughs> the bricks in your mind, exactly. And, and stacking. So <gasps> we had to take, you know, a, a significant part of our savings and um, make a commitment as a family that we were going to take a bit of a hit financially until things were going to get going. Yeah. And not only that, Really invest and commit to training and not just any training for a mom. It was important for me to train with the best of the best. And I'll tell anybody that listens that that's Nancy Wolfson is the best of the best as far as commercial uh, coaches go. There are a lot of others, too, but that's who resonated the best with me. And she really stripped me down from what I thought it meant to be a voice actor, which was this very... Um, fluffy uh, style to who I really am and this real, you know, uh, authentic self with a true emotional point and delivery. Yeah. And so 
After doing that for a little while, I found an amazing collective of women uh, through uh, Women in VoiceOver, a group online that was doing the Voxy Summit um, with Lisa Biggs, who you've worked oh, with before. Yeah. I went to that summit and uh, and some friends asked me, well, why are you doing this? And I said, because I need to be home with my daughter and I need to be present for her. And they said, well, has she ever been on the microphone before? I said, no, why didn't we think about it? Even though you're such a performer, I'm like, always yeah. putting on a show, uh, I thought, well, let's give it a shot. So Sandy DeLonga, who is a dear friend of ours and has yes. become a great coach and mentor of both of ours, um, sent over some scripts and said, let's start start practicing. And I remember I told you, would you like to try this out? And you said yes. You came home from school every day after that asking for scripts and asking to try this out and be in the booth with me. And I... Can I have a script? Can I have a script? Can I be in the booth with you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it wasn't too... And because you take such great direction in your outgoing, uh, it, it didn't take too long for you to start uh, putting together a demo of your work, mm -hmm. examples of your work in a various various ranges from all the different personalities and the emotional points that you can convey. And people started taking notice. So um, that's been great and a wild surprise to me. But the best part is, is the reason I really did this is to let you know that your voice matters and show you that your voice can be heard and right. that your voice can be heard to tell stories for other people, and it can make a difference, Sila. And everybody is equal, and the world can change just by one person's voice. It really can. I'm proud of you for, for, for thinking that and knowing <laughs> that. Like, not only thinking it, but knowing that in your heart. So I'm proud of you for that. But yes. for anyone, you know, that is uh, thinking about work and voiceover, it's not for the faint of heart. It takes a lot of work, work and training and blood, and, sweat and tears yes. and investment. And we are not the uh, teachers. Don't come in knocking, looking for advice. There are many, many, many resources and much better coaches out there than yes. I. I've got my hands full with you. Um, and it, that also poses some really big challenges between us, I think. And we've talked about it on the show before, but you know, some of the things that happen when you become the coach of a child that is your own I, uh, means things can get really tough sometimes. There can be lots of tears and lots of frustration and lots of, why didn't I even think of this? Yeah, and sometimes, you know, mom and thinks. Lots, yeah, and lots of thinking, oh, I give up. This is too challenging. Yeah, just to talk to yourself. I know. How is that? Like, how is that hard? It's hard, right? You're talking to yourself on a tiny little microphone in a tiny little booth with a computer, like, listening to you. That's it. Well, that, Why is it sometimes hard? it's more than that. I remember the first session you had that you booked was with a team of about eight people on the phone. And the direct, and they were coming in, calling in, patching into our studio from all over the world. And your director had a very thick Spanish accent, and you uh, sat there listening to everyone direct you on your headphones, without 
any I was like any any idea whatever anybody was saying no but you you listened in you knew exactly what they were saying and you listened intently meanwhile I had a knot in my gut I was shaking with nerves thinking oh my gosh this could go sideways at any minute and here we are on the line with a client uh with our first major booking and uh this could just we could just blow it but you sat there and had them laughing and you took control at five and a half years old, six years old, I think you were when you first, when you booked your first big mm-hmm. one and you just ruled it. And then so I thought, wow, she has some s- gut. Well, some moxie for sure, <laughs> but also just an incredible understanding of of uh, empathy and well uh, yeah, I don't know if you have an understanding of the world it's five yeah, and a half does. <laughs> you don't have it at 105 but um <laughs> we're just way way more at ease and made it made me feel at ease yes. and I knew ever since then I should trust your ways of doing things um just as much as you've trusted mine and so it's been a pretty good partnership so far kiddo mm-hmm so now you've got some pretty big representation. And for those of you who don't know, there's a, a lot of ways to do voiceover. A lot of it is networking and um, connecting with producers and creative talent all over the world to market yourself because nobody's going to do it for you unless you have a mom like me to do it for you. Yes. <laughs> the, moms the, mo- the moms do it all, right? Or the dads, I guess. But um, and to do so in a way that isn't um, gross, isn't stage mommy, is very respectful. You need no mama drama in this business. You need to be a uh, consummate professional, both of us. You're expected to be a pro just as much as I am at seven years old as you are at 40 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and treat everyone with respect and um, and patience and professionalism, which is not easy to do when at you're seven. All. <laughs> <laughs> well, or when you're 40 sometimes. Uh, yes. um, but then also, uh, you know, we have, we, we, we work directly with some incredible um, yeah. agents and representatives all over mm-hmm. the country, um, some of which you uh, have handed you opportunities or given you, and opportun- opportunities that we wouldn't normally get on yeah. our own. We're super mm-hmm. grateful for that. So it's not easy, but it's, um, yeah, I think. really not easy. But I think you're, are you still enjoying it? Yeah, I really like doing this. I think anybody who can put effort and can put being, going through some tough times in order to get to the spot you want to be in, you can do, you can do voiceover. You or can, you could do on-camera acting, or you, you could, can do you can, gymnastics, or whatever. You could, you could do anything if you just put your mind to it and work hard, train hard, and get after it. I loved that. Yes, Isla. Yes, you can. So if you'd like to know more about the work that we do, you can check us out at shesoundslikeme.co, of course, or on our personal websites, silagrace.com. Hi. And LeahHoffman.com. I go by Leah. We've talked about that before as a bit of a stage name. <laughs> yeah. um, bit and, of a stage name. Yeah. And oh. um, let us know if you're on the journey too by, you know, coming on board on social media, drop us a message or something. And 
If you're a voice actor or an actor transitioning, we'd love to connect with you. Or if you're just a competitive pro that's doing excellent work in your own area, whether it's sports or art or music or dance, um, and you're looking for that. Yeah. And And you're looking for an experience that can really change your goal and give you something to do. Yeah. You can, like... You can just get after it. Yeah, and you can be a mind-blowing person who can communicate. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a great job at that, babe. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, and check us out on the next episode of She Sounds Like Me. Bye. See you next time. All right, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media, LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.co and find us on social at She Sounds Like Me so we can connect directly to you. Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day. Yep, and have an awesome day.